0: It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show Dephine Priscilla Brown-Jack. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. I'm excited.
0: I was really intrigued by your story and also obviously your book, The Other Side of the Story, and I know it's a true story, so could you tell the listeners a little bit about this? The
1: story is talking about a law enforcement officer went through a situation with her husband where he was wrongfully accused, and so she had to everything but just learning how to deal with life itself and the, and the things that come and interrupt your daily routine of your sort-unquote good life and so she just basically talked about how she dealt with it, it was a roller coaster ride for her and, and that person is me myself right
0: Wow. Yeah. Let's talk about officer. that. Your background is in law enforcement and you're a motivational speaker. How did you decide to become a law enforcement officer?
1: Well, I back in the day in my early 20s, well, really, growing up as a kid, I've always wanted to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. And here I am, a girl who probably should have wanted to be a model of ballet dancer back in the day. I always wanted to be a police officer, packed the gun on my hip, mm-hmm. and... And you know, protect the people. Love it. And so, and so as as, as the time passed, I did apply to become a police officer, but I was well in, into my age by this time. And and um, so, you know, things changed. I wind up being a banker, then went into education, and then went right back into once finishing up college. I was given the opportunity to become a parole officer. Mm-hmm. And so I I went at it and stayed there for 12 years. Wow! And I, I enjoyed it. I must say not regretting being a parole officer. You know, as, as, as years passed, things changed. And so it came when the opportunity presented itself to make a change. And so here I am retired parole officer.
0: Here you are. Did you, did you ever have people telling you what, what are you doing? What, do you, what are you talking about? You want to be a police officer and work in law enforcement. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I um, you know, that that's kind of, sort kind of um, in, in the old, old days that was more of like a man's job and so you know, of course we as women, you know songs, real women, wanted to do, you know, as well as he well, I can do it, too. Of so course. Yeah, so, so when I was told people, you know, I want to be a police, they were like, oh, why do you want to do that? You know, my grandmother, I, I recall, you you need to be a nurse or a teacher. And I'm thinking in the back of my no, I want to be a police officer. And then, of course, as I got older, I wanted to be a sexy police
0: officer. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to be a Charlie's Angel. <laughs>
1: yeah, yes.
0: I nailed it, didn't I? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Oh, I love it. But
1: oh, so here we are. <laughs> That's
0: how that was. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, yeah. So walk me through, I know it's a tough story, August 26, 2009. You, mm-hmm. Your life was great, everything was fine, and you got a phone call from your daughter. Yes, yes.
1: I get a phone call from my daughter and, and. And, um, and she said, Mommy, you know, something has happened, blah, blah, blah. And, and so I was like, okay. And at that particular time when she called, I was actually out doing home business, and I hadn't made it home yet. And so when she said, you know, what was going on, I was like, what? And so I said to her, I said, well, I'm on my way home. So to kind of fast forward and, and put things in perspective, you know, I questioned my husband, what did you do? this this um accusation that you're being accused of he's like no you know I didn't I don't know what's going on myself right and so um and 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 I'm telling it without you know giving out a lot of information because I wanted to keep the story generic so like you had the opportunity to read and and hoping that you were able to relate to it Mm -hmm. based on going through a situation so had I gave a lot of like, well, I really can't relate to this type of story. This is not, you know, what's happening with me. Yeah. So I kept it the narrative so that when you read it you can look at the fact, wow, she went through all of that and made it. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's the reason for that. And and um so but anyway, walking you through that, um as as it went on and, and so it, it came to the point of where, oh my God, this is for real. Mm-hmm. And it, um, you know, protecting community and trying to obey the law and now I'm having to deal with the law
0: right on, on a personal note and so
1: that's and, and then you know the rest just kind of went from from there going to court um, going through the bonding system and, and and you know posted bonds and he he
0: went to jail uh, um, yeah why twice. Wow. twice
1: uh uh-huh. and, and, the, and the, the first time, um, well, well, he didn't go to jail, but he actually wound up spending the night in jail one time, mm-hmm. and then got picked up from his job one time. Okay. So he, he's had to go and be a part of that system, you know, if you count all three, three times. Got it. But because of my knowledge and my implicit mind about the system and, and how and how um painted it is you know i learned a lot as well and so um that's that's basically how it, it was just going dealing with going through the emotional part of it yeah um the, the doubting part of it and then of course it was involving my children they mm-hmm. need to fall there and 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 so i mean i really dealt with the system now because my situation had been worse yes ma'am it could have right but it was not it was not and and i even look at it from a perspective of it being more like a test and trial in life we go through certain things in life and it, it it turns out to be a test and trial a lot of times i say in my opinion to make us a better person Mm-hmm. because had Story, I would not have met
0: you. Yeah, that's okay. right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's how I basically look at it. And, and um, but that's the, just the starting the story out and taking us up and down and in and out of and, and dealing with people, investigating and, and <coughs> the the um, child protective services and, and um, prosecuting attorneys and. Wow. Yeah. And it finally came to an end.
0: And you heard unanimous, not guilty. Whoa. Yes, ma'am.
1: Yes, ma'am. After going through the first trial, um, there was a hung jury. And I recall so well, it started out with maybe five in his favor, went down to three in his favor, then went down to two in his favor. And then I w- we were told it was this one well, it was the foreman. He was like, we can't send this man to prison for something he didn't do. Those were his words. So that's how we got that hung jury. Mm-hmm. And then um, that was 2012, 20, 20, um, 2011, 2011 mm-hmm. and we were all of 2012 not necessarily going to court. And then 2013 was when it kicked in again. And we were starting to go to court. And then, um, as it all read, August the 2nd, we went through that week, starting that Monday, and Friday, August the 2nd, it was over.
0: Amazing. What a long, (laughs) long journey for you and your family.
1: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And and we carried on. I've had friends who, who, who know us, and we didn't share the situation with everyone and when one of my good friends who i was just it was it was embarrassing
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um but at the same time you know i knew my truth and so i was i was okay with what was going on but at the same time me being in law enforcement now i'm dealing with the criminal justice system on a personal note but i had a friend of mine say to me he was he after everything was over and and um and I began to share the story, and 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 then the book came out. And he read it. He was one of my readers. He he just he said, "OMG!" He said,
0: "I did not know." He said, "You carried it so well." Sure. Because I would speak these people, and
1: and and he said, he said, "Your struggle was real."
0: <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What advice would you, would you give to people? I know you're a public speaker and you, you give motivational speeches about um, keeping life simple and facing your fears, accepting your fears. How, mm-hmm. What advice would you give to people that are going through a really tough, dark funk of their life?
1: I would tell people, if, if you know, in, in this life, as, as it's safe, we are, you know, you might hear someone say, wow, I'm really going through a situation. And not realizing what they just said, they said they are going through. Right, and when you go through something, you come out right. Yes. Okay. So when you take hold to what you said, I'm and I'm a strong believer. What you're speaking to the atmosphere, mm-hmm. it, it's it, it's for real. I'm a firm believer of that. So so when when a person is going through a situation, it's always no come to an end based on your thoughts, what you're thinking, what you're doing, Right. and when it comes down to spiritual beliefs, God, we have to learn to trust God in all situations. As long as we're thinking about it, trying to figure it out, trying to work it out ourselves, it seems to prolong things.
0: Yes. But when
1: yeah. we allow God, because He said He would take care of us, we just have to trust Him. And when we become at peace with the situation and, and 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 turn that negative um environment of that negative thought into something positive, just always know that something good will come out of it no matter what. Yeah. And I mean, what we were going through it was like, Oh my God, I wouldn't give this to my worst enemy if I had one. Mhm. And 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 so but word is, again, always remember that you're going through and you're going to come out. Whether it be in your favor or not, just know that you'll come out. But if you have a strong belief in what you want and how you want things to work out, most times, from what I've gone through, it works out in my favor.
0: Great advice. Now, you decided to write this book, because it was cathartic, because you had been through so much. Did you know as you were going through I gotta write this book or did it come to you after? Well, it was as
1: as everything was going on, I'm, I'm a, I always take notes. I document like everything I do, I got papers now scattered here on my dining room table. Mm-hmm. Notes. <laughs> so I document everything. So it was one day I was thinking, um, ethics after coming from court and and something went on that particular day and I got to think and I said what is some of these people because you know when I would I would go and sit I would just kind of observe the room and look around and, and we would hear cases before hours and I'm thinking what if I could tell someone how to um how to get through this system and 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 come out okay
0: yes and
1: so the I start documenting, I said, well, I'm going to write, I said, hmm, maybe I'll write a book. And then I thought, oh, no, I don't want nobody to know my business.
0: Oh. And then
1: I said, <laughs> and I said, well, maybe I can write it to where they won't know it's me. <laughs> and then I thought, well, maybe if they knew it was me and I survived it all, yeah, then maybe they would catch the same type of faith that I have. Right. And so when that all got started and i started keeping notes and writing down and my husband he we believed in keeping receipts and stuff so each time he would get a paper from the courts telling when his next court date um he he kept those
0: papers Mm -hmm. and
1: so everything was over and said and done and he actually had them in date order so that was easy
0: fantastic
1: Chronological order, and so that's
0: that's how it all came to play. Here it is. Well, congratulations because it's you know you went through this horrific situation, you wrote about it, and you used it to build strength. It sounds like in your life and your family. Yes, yes,
1: I've um, had the opportunity. Kurt Whalum, I'm I'm sure you've heard of him. Mm -hmm. He's the jazz saxophonist that played with Whitney Houston. Right, and we were given the opportunity, you know, for him to read the book. And it's, as, as you see, it's a quick read. genius to me um, when it comes down to music and just life itself. Right. He, you know, like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. so amazing.
0: Congratulations.
1: Yes, yes. And coming from him, I was totally honored. And, and, and he had told me, I, I said, I wanted to talk about you on one of my interviews. I was supposed to do it on another interview I had and I didn't get a chance to because we really got deep in that conversation. And so I remember to do it this time. Yes. <laughs> I
0: Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, but
1: I wanted to throw that out there that he did have a chance to read it and and really look beyond of what you know, like what happened, what Mm -hmm. wasn't.
0: Well, that's fantastic. Unfortunately, we have to wrap, but I just want to mention where people can find you. Oh. Your website is triple Jack. That's You are on social media, uh, Facebook. Yes. Keep life simple, right? Uh-huh. Twitter. Yes, ma'am. Okay, Twitter is Def, uh, Daphine D a p h i n e B Jack, and you have a blog, The Other Side, nineteen sixty two, and your book is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Yes, ma'am, it is.
1: Yes, ma'am, it is. But when you put my name in on the Google, my picture and everything pops up. I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Perfect. Definitely can find me.
0: <laughs> you. Are yes, definitely ma'am. yeah, people can definitely find you. So, congratulations and thank you for sharing this. I, I know it was really must have been unimaginable, but it was it's wonderful because I'm sure it helps a lot of people too. Yes, ma'am,
1: yes, it has been. Yes, it has been. Well, it was a yes, pleasure
0: to chat with you. Thanks for calling into the show. If you want to follow me on Twitter, just visit moms, M-O-M-Z, underscore rock. I'm also on Facebook at Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, Bernstein, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N. The show blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And if you'd like to find out about being a guest, just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at kuci.org. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.